and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It is your problem, and it shall be heard. Now, I want to thank you for coming into the lounge each week. I want to thank you for sending in your problems to the lounge. We have so many great complaints today. They're juicy. That's what we want. We want specificity. I want to gnaw on the bone of your complaint. I want to chew on the fat. So if you got a complaint, send it to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Title it Luxury Lounge. Give us a little sauce. Let us know what you're talking about. Luxury Lounge. Ba-da-da-da. Luxury Lounge, Baratada. So that's all you got to do. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. And keep sharing this great podcast with a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. I've been having, I got to say, I'm on the road and I've been having an influx of families at the shows. And I got to say, love it. Love it. Front row, mama bear, uh, you know, uh, daughter bear you know just to see them you know them enjoying together and i'm i'm adding dates because you guys keep coming out to shows and bringing your family and friends so this just got added ring that bell uh shelby from the great beyond uh because we're taping on zoom today i'm coming to austin texas for moon tower comedy festival got added to the festival Seems like a late ad. It feels like a late invite. It feels like somebody might have dropped out, and they're like, oh, oh, what's Jared doing? Yeah, I was I was sitting there waiting. So go to my website if you're in Austin, Texas, uh, April 13th through 15th, and then I head out to Europe. So I'm going to Europe. Um, I've said these dates a lot. I want to make sure you guys know them. I'm coming to Dublin, Belfast, London, uh, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin, Oslo, then Kansas City, Nashville, Lexington, Kentucky, Charlotte. Uh, jaredfree.com if you know anyone living in those cities if you know anyone just in Europe and you're like hey if you want to make a trip this guy can be a part of your weekend send them the linky poo jaredfree.com for tickies very excited about today's guest it is their first time in the lounge and I couldn't be more excited co-host of food news as well as the bachelor party podcast Juliet Lippman thank you for coming on Thanks so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. You know, I complain to myself all the time and can't wait to hear other people's complaints. Can I ask you a question I, before that? Yeah, though? please. These, these families attending your shows, what's the, like the age of them? Like, is it like <coughs> parents with like babies or is it like your parents and someone your age? Like what's, what are we talking here? You're, you're right. I asked for specificity and then I'm like, yeah, there's a bunch of parents with their kids as if they could be with strollers. Yeah. It doesn't well, look like, sure. it doesn't look like a coffee shop in Brooklyn at my shows. It's, it's like, you know what it is? Um, it, 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 I feel like I'm kind of looking into a mirror. It's like mm. it looks like my family going to a I show see. together. Okay. So got it's like elder. It. It's like elder kids who may with elder parents. So it's like it's funny. We used to do that. Like I'm, I'm now on stage. A lot of the things I'm talking about because I taped the special. Um, like I'm, I'm putting away material and then trying uh-huh. to bring out the new stuff in a lot new of the new season stu- got it the new season of j train is out on stage now um <laughs> it's in progress yeah and and a lot of what i'm talking about is uh going on vacation with my family and how weird that dynamic is I and see. it's 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 a relatable unrelatable thing like i'll go does anyone go on vacation with their family and half the crowd will like kind of clap and then half the crowd's like 
fuck off, I'm an adult. No, I don't go on vacation. <laughs> but I do think it's relatable to the whole crowd. But they, we used to go on vacation together and my dad would go, look, you can tell. My dad always would, you can tell. There's the mom, there's the dad. Like he loved pointing out who was who. And the, there's the boyfriend, there's the, you know. And now I'm seeing that at my show where you see mom and dad, daughter, husband or fiance, daughter, boyfriend, um, you know, or, you know, two kids that are older and don't need to be with their parents. You know, they all came in different cars. Sure. So that's kind of the dynamic. I see. Okay. So it's adult adult children with their, with their yes. even more adult parents. That's right. <laughs> it's just a bunch of, <laughs> a bunch of adults who have talked about everything already. So they're leaving it to me to bring up things that they can talk about in the okay. car. I, I was like imagining, I was, I just, I, I was sure that this was a reflection of our age, like either like people our age and their parents or people our age and like their young kids. And I just wasn't sure which right. direction you were it going can, in. It can truly go either way. Um, <laughs> I am so excited to have you here, Juliet. I feel sometimes I know someone's going to just be good in the lounge and you're one of those people. Well, I love lounges. Like I would just say one of my complaints is mm. there aren't enough lounges in this world. Like, hold on. Give me a place to lounge. I agree. There's the there the 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 it's either cocktail bar or shithole bar. We need something in between those two bars. Yeah. Like absolutely. We and you would think we live in New York City. You would think we have access. We we it ain't better than here anywhere else. Maybe a place has one of those, but they don't have a influx of what we're talking about. No, I want a lounge to rest that doesn't mm. feel like it's used for illicit affairs, like for people to meet and like right. have a quickie and then go back about their day <laughs> or get super grimy. Like, <laughs> I just, I want something in the middle. Like, sorry, I know this is not what this is. I, I'm breaking format. I'm really sorry, but I just want to share. Our best complainers are complaining at all hours. There's no format that they could be contained to. So that's why I'm so happy you're here. Also, I want to talk. I, I want to. I, I feel like you don't promote. Enough. I'm. I am a walking. I'm the music man. I'm sitting there. You know, follow me on this. Follow me on this. <laughs> that's, yeah, right. That's me. You don't promote enough. I am a fan. You know, Thank we're. You. I, I would call you a friend, and I would say also, I am a fan. Of food news, which I don't think, I, maybe I'm not, an, you know, I don't it's know true. if you, pro- not, you don't I'm talk about like it enough. Yeah. Um, I have a podcast called Food News. Search for Ringer Food wherever you get your podcast. It's on Fridays. My co-host is my good friend, David Jacoby, and it's exactly like it sounds. We go over news about food, like some recent, a lot of food heists, like someone stealing half a million dollars worth of king crab or 30,000 right. Cadbury cream eggs or... You know, like a new flavor, like Starbucks trying to um, feed you olive oil coffee, which sounds disgusting. We go over the news, and then we do a taste test. We taste different things, new snacks, new phenomena, all these different stuff. That's the most controversial part of it. I don't know if people like hearing people chew. I like the taste test, but here's my note for the show. Okay. You need like an Amazon wish list or something of that ilk that I can go immediately on your Amazon page and buy mm. it. So oh, I, interesting. Because I, I want to be able to get whatever you're doing right away. Like I literally, and, and listen, I will say like I, you know, I am a podcast listener. I love the, the, the. You love the, the format. The format, it just fits my life. I've been listening to podcasts. I've been listening to talk radio my whole life, as I've said many times here. 
with this show, I listen, and I and when I listen to you is usually when I'm heading on the road or coming back from the road. You're usually like, it is a perfect Sunday listen. Thank you. Brain Crucially, on the it's sh- only 30 minutes. Only 30 minutes long. Maybe like a tad longer sometimes, but it's timed. It's supposed right. to be just, just a, a quick meal. It's a quick meal. Yeah, it's a it's a quick lunch. It is um and and some people say, "Oh, it's 30 minutes and then it's like 45." No, no, no. You guys actually time the episode. There's a timer. There's, There's a timer. We, yeah, we have to keep it moving. <laughs> right. So I love that because it keeps you honest and most podcasts love most podcasters love the sound of their own voice. I'm um uh, me myself and I are one of them. Uh so I I I love the format. I love you and Jacoby together. I want everyone to go listen to Food News because Juliet doesn't talk about it enough, so I'm going to talk about it for I her. I reveal something completely insane at least once an episode. Like it just happens. You, Jacoby and you, I when I'm with Jacoby, for some reasons, a credit to him, I just, like, will admit basically anything. It's like being around him is, like, truth serum for me. And I just what? say, like, completely insane things. It is very funny to me that once every other week I'll text you, like, <laughs> what did you just fucking say? Really? You've never had this? You think like, I this? I never had Dr. Pepper. I'm 37, and I had my first Dr. Pepper, like, last month. Never having Dr. Pepper is crazy to me like they're like because dr pepper is like one of those curiosity tries like it's a soda that you go it's it's enough in the lexicon i mean it sponsors every college football game so it's it's like for you not to even go well i gotta just see what this is for 37 years actually shocked me to my core i think it's because i don't like root beer and i assumed it was like root beer it couldn't be anything less like root beer. It <laughs> it's, it's completely unique, honestly. I have no idea yes. what it is. It's also the best diet soda. It, yeah, it, it was good. It was it was really good. We tried some new flavors. So it's it's a fun pod. Check it out. We have we have a good time. We have some cool stuff coming up too. See, like a great podcast host who's not a good promoter, Juliet getting us off the subject of food news to move on. <laughs> I will not let us go, go, go. Food news, also bachelor party where I am a, a guest here and there. Frequent guest, guest, yeah. A frequent guest to come in to talk. Usually brought in as a Jewish correspondent of some not sort. Not always, though. <laughs> no, can, you, the way, can you tell that I'm uncomfortable like promoting myself? I'm like shifting in my seat. I'm like, let's move on. Listen, let's move on. <laughs> was all I had to hear to keep it going. I was like, let me bring up our other podcast. No, you got to. I mean, you don't need to promote. You are part of, you know, you, you run a huge corporation. I'm sitting there like, please, please, somebody listen to me. You know, like I understand like it, it is a part of many things that you do. So I want people to go listen to Food News. Go listen Thanks, to Thanks, Jared. Party. You're a part. I, I, um, let's get to the complaints. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay. Now, my complaint. I went yesterday. I had a moment where I was like, 
I, for whatever reason, my eating has been off lately. My workouts okay. off lately. I feel unhealthy. I'm probably drinking more than I should. I kind of had that moment where I'm like, maybe the month of April leading into Europe, I'll do some sort of a cleansy thing. But yesterday I, I, I went, I made every decision I shouldn't have made. And one of the decisions, and, and I shouldn't really be so hard on myself. I need to be easier. I got to give myself grace. Today's a new day. Is this, I had an, Sorry, is this, is this the therapy lounge or the laundry yeah, this, lounge? This, this, <laughs> what if I just, just started crying immediately? Well, you know, it is interesting. I had a bagel in locks yesterday. And I love from a where? bagel. From Murray's. Okay. The Murray's, like in the West Village. It was on 13th Street and that one. So I and it's on the way back from taping you up at Betches. Betches has their offices in um, the hellscape that is the 24th and 6th Avenue era uh, area. Bad area. I hate Chelsea at 23rd Street from 6th Avenue to 9th Avenue is the worst stretch in Manhattan. It's fucking horrible. You and I have spoken about this. You, the minute I mentioned that area, you said that, and I was like, "You're right. It's a hellscape. There's no." And I walk from there when I, but it's a half hour walk from their offices to my apartment. And to me, I'm like, "That's a nice. That's actually a substantial walk." So I stop on the way and I get a bagel and locks. I don't know why bagel locks to me. You have to explain yourself for why you ate it. What made you eat it? I know why. First of all, I know why. First of all, I just need to know what kind of bagel did you have. Everything. Toasted. Okay. F- toasted. Interesting. Yes. That's a knock on Murray's, in my opinion. If it I, has to be toasted, it's not that good. That's a very New York City opinion on bagels. Everyone here is <laughs> very anti-toast. One? What's that? Yeah, it's the correct AKA the correct one. <laughs> that's, a, again, another New York City opinion. I <laughs> See, the thing is, in New York City, you expect the bagels to come out hot. So I understand why people don't get the toasted. hot. I, it's like just like top notch. I actually don't want it hot because then the cream cheese melts. That's one of my complaints. I fucking hate wow. when they don't let it cool enough and the cream cheese starts melting. I hate that. Interesting. I yeah, see. I I like the crunch associated with the toast. It is more okay. a can you know a a, a mouth feel thing <laughs> than anything else. Okay. So I get a toasted everything bagel with locks chive cheese. The ultimate, uh, someone called, go ahead. That's the best. The reason why you feel like to explain it is because like at a Yom Kippur breakfast, when you have that, you're like, well, I haven't eaten in 24 hours. I need to shove my face with this bagel. It's like, it's like a decadent meal because it's like in Judaism, like a very celebratory food or it's like when you're sitting Shiva and so you're grieving, no rules. Like it's just not a casual food in Judaism, although it is like one of two ultimate casual meals here in New York City. That is so perfectly put. You're right. Because I guess it is one of those things where we have been conditioned to we only have it at those dates. So when you're just like and you're right, it's a walk along food. It's as yeah, it's as as, it's as much a a slice walk in than anything else. Pizza. You walk down the street with them. Yeah. So you made me feel better immediately. Like, you know, if you walk down to your parents' kitchen on Sunday morning, and there's bagels and locks. You're like, "What's going? Who? Yeah, ooh, what's happening? Special occasion, <laughs> right? Right? Like things have gone on." So I get the bagel and locks, but the, my issue is, and I do like the bagel and locks with all the accoutrements. I do like with the onion and the capers. capers. I lo- I love it all, 
Tomato? You into the tomato? I'm into the tomato. Here's Me my too. problem. When they make when they make it at the place, when you go down to your parents' kitchen Sunday morning, it's all out. So you make mm-hmm. half a bagel. You do open face. There is no option for the open face bagel and locks at New York City bagel establishments. It right. needs to be an option. It's always a sandwich. And then what I then you get charged with doing is now you got to do surgery. Now you have to unlock the bagel. You have to make sure. And it's never the right. When it's a sandwich, they can layer. They would layer it differently than if they layered it for an open, uh, open face situation. Right. I want the option because I listen. I'm not a sandwich guy. I'm not going to look down on the sandwich people. I would rather the open face option than the sandwich option that should be on the menu. I would even pay a dollar more for it. What do you think? I think you're describing a different experience. First of all, right. I want to say. Wexler's in Los Angeles, they when you order a bagel and locks, it is served to you and it's to and for staying, like for sitting there, it's on like a, a tray and it's open face and it's great. It's wow. very good. Next time you're in LA, check out Wexler's. They've made um, a decision. They've made they've yes. made a business decision. Yes. But how are you gonna walk down the street? We just said it's a walkable food. How are you walking down the street with your open face sandwich? So like I think you're describing like a sit-in meal versus like Got it, like picking up your bagel and like rushing off to the subway or like wa- walking home or whatever. This is my point completely. Give me the option. Right. Hey, like, I'm going to take it in. I'll go open face. Uh, it's a dollar more. Throw it on. I'm cool with that. Sure. I'm willing to pay. Yeah. It's like also paying for seating. You're like, I'm paying it for open face. And with that comes the sit down, sit in experience. Right. Listen, if I want to be a crazy person and go open face on the subway, yeah, let me be a crazy person. This is New York City. There's crazier things going on in the subway. But <laughs> <laughs> this is subway this. eating is a hot top. In a, where you can eat when you're around other people and not at a restaurant is a very hot topic on food news. It is well, it's a very New York topic too. Like the yeah. idea of like what can be eaten on the subway and what cannot. Like if I yeah, see I, so- I I recently had a turkey burger on the subway and I told Jacoby that on the pod and I was like I just have to tell you and he he said it was okay. <laughs> I'm okay with it as well, but it is this again another moved. shocking moment in food <laughs> news history. Is I can't I never saw this from you, Juliet Lippman. It was three thirty p.m. I was having a kind of fr- like very like frenetic day. I hadn't had lunch. I was in a rush. There weren't so many people on the subway, and I was near a Westville. And I was like, I'm just like, what can I get at Westville that I can bring with me? So I got the turkey burger. Shout out to my friend Aaron who works at Westville. I am a f- big fan of their product. Love. Love. best we they have the best healthy sides in new york absolutely and there's no absolutely. question the market plate dinner is probably the healthiest thing you can order in right i i i we i can aaron my friend used to work at the comedy cellar and then he moved to west uh westville to like mm. be a part of their management and i make fun of him to know i just send him market sides i just text him that all the time <laughs> so <laughs> so anyway. the, the, Anywho, we get off track. That's my complaint. Juliet, to your complaint, hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show 
to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Oh, go ahead. I don't know how to find, like, services anymore. And by that, I mean, at the moment, I really need someone, I need a, a cleaner on a regular basis. And, like, I just have no idea how to find one. Like, I'm not going on Angie's List. I'm not going mm. on Yelp. Like, I need some kind of word of mouth network that I actually trust that's not TaskRabbit. Like, I've had so many bad TaskRabbit experiences. I'm just like, I need, I need, my my apartment is gross. Like, I need someone to help me clean. And I don't know I, how to find this person. I am in a very similar boat to you. I am looking at an apartment right now that it's not doing well. This is, it, it looks like a crazy person lives here. I have used Handy in the past. The problem it's is it's- good. It's not that good. And it's the trust factor. And it's the because the trust factor, you know, you want and I understand this when you're looking for someone to clean your apartment, you want someone to go. You don't need to ever see them. You know, you want want someone someone I can trust to give them a key because I'm not going to be home. Exactly. When's good for their schedule. Right. And I might also like, you know, have food, have drinks, like whatever. But it's just like someone I trust, like from, you know, like if you're hungry and you want a snack from the fridge, go for it. But someone I know and trust. And I just don't know how to find that. Right. You would have to, I, and, you know, Googling, no, you'd have to have a friend who got it from their, got the person from their mom that's been passed down generations. And, you know, I agree with you. And like, because with Handy and with the apps, you do feel like you have to be on site at the very oh. least for the first five times. Like, it, you'd course. have to get past. That's the thing. You are, you are looking at a long road to create a relationship. It's like going on a first date. You'd be like, okay, for the first Handy, fine. Oh, well, now I don't know them enough to get them to come for the second one and the third one. And, oh, I'm going to be an hour late. And you're like, I don't know if I should give this person my key. I totally understand. The perfect situation is an Upper East Side mom looks at you and goes, I've so-and-so I can see your has shower been... hasn't been cleaned in long, a long time. I have a solution for you. Right. And, and this <laughs> this person is the best. And I, you know, they used to rock my baby growing up. Like, you want that type of relationship. And those are far and few between. Yeah. And I just don't, I just don't know how to, I just don't know how to find this person. So if you have any ideas, please tweet at me. I don't tweet, well, maybe, but I read my replies. Maybe you and I, we could team up to interview people and get one, you know, get someone who could work with us both. And now we are a, you know, we we become a stronger buyer. Sure, yeah, we can <laughs> just see see what we can do. But also, like, yeah, I'd be happy to share off weeks. I don't know. Just it seems like that could really work out. But I just think it's too hard to like, yeah, as I said, find services. Let's it's get to the complaints. Like, okay, go ahead. What I'm you, exasperated. You, no, I'm you, exasperated you, by my own you, complaint. You do seem exhausted by this process. <laughs> I, I have to say, this isn't. This is like. Uh, this is really it's vexing real. you. This is real, man. I've been thinking this about real. this for months. I'm with you. I I do handy, but I'm in a lucky position where I'm like, you know, I'm home. You know, like I I whenever I do it, it's the day before, and it's just very one off. And I agree with you. You want the relationship. You want the. This person is the cleaning person. They love their job. I'm paying them well. Uh, we're all happy. And it's a long road to that. I think it's the equivalent exactly. of like finding a new person to, you know, to be in a relationship with. I, I think of them on the same yeah. level. Absolutely. 
Let's say the dirty secret out loud. You may have thinning hair. Good news. You're not alone. 80 million men and women in the U.S. experience thinning hair. Nutrafol is the holistic solution for healthier hair and whole body wellness. I got to say, Nutrafol has been a sponsor for a while, and way back when, I sent it to my mom, and my mom loves it. She keeps hitting me up. I'm like her pusher. She keeps cutting me. She loves it. She loves the way her hair is feeling. She loves that what it's doing for her. And I think you guys are going to love it as much as she does. Nutrafol multi-targets the root cause of hair thinning, including stress, hormones, nutrition, metabolism, aging, and lifestyle by improving whole body health. Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas for men and women to provide exactly what they need based on their biology and age. Every formula is physician formulated using natural medical grade ingredients for reliable results. In clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after six months. Nutrafol is trusted and recommended by more than 3,000 top doctors. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code FEATHER to save $10 off your first month's subscription. This offer is only available to U.S. customers for a limited time, plus free shipping on every order. Get $10 off at Nutrafol.com slash men, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com, promo code FEATHER. Stop choosing between wearing something cute or wearing something long-lasting. With Rothy's shoes and bags, your look will be chic and sustainable. Rothy's are durably designed so you can keep them in your closet longer. Just pop them in the washing machine when they need refreshing. I wear them. I love them. I have washed mine. They look brand new. I have the camo driver shoes. They look great with anything. You can wear them up. You can wear them down. It doesn't have to be a big event. It can be. It's just, I love them so much. And they're so right out of the box comfort. No, you know, wear in period. Known for the original slip on sneakers. Rothy's also makes insanely comfortable loafers, ankle boots, and more. With so many styles, you'll never uh, have to worry about getting brand new shoes each season ever again. Designed with the planet in mind, all Rothy's shoes and bags are sustainably made with their signature threads spun from single-use plastic bottles. For stylish and and sustainable shoes, so stylish and sustainable shoes, shop Rothy's. Get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash jtrain. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash jtrain. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. That's where you send your luxury lounge complaints. Let's get to the lounge. You ready? I'm ready. Everyone go listen to Food News. I'm such a huge fan. Love that podcast. The perfect brain-on-the-shelf podcast, as I say all the time. Podcasts are for you to let the host take the wheel of your brain. No, oh, you should have done this, you should have done that. No, 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 no. Let Juliet take the wheel every Friday. Luxury lounge. I think this is a fantastic complaint. You ready? Okay, let's hear it. Because it's story combined with something that's relatable to me, and I think you will find it as well. Luxury Lounge. Nail salon owner's brother moved to town. J-Train, Shelby, and guests. All the feathers. I have been going to the same nail salon for a little over two years. It is very small. It is just a guy who owns it and his fiance and two other women who work there. They were all great at all things nail, so I never cared which person I got when I made the appointment, and it was so small that they knew all of their customers well. From someone who goes to the nail salon more than most men, I would say, these are all important factors that she just said. Sure. 
Although I never once made an appointment, but yes, I understand. But but the point the the point that you don't have to make an appointment because you trust every single person working there, huge. The yes, idea will, that yeah, and you should be able to. I feel like that's the mark of a good salon is that you should be able to just walk in and you're happy. Absolutely, I do understand someone has their person that they like more than the rest, but I understand mm-hmm. this. To me, is like I'm comfy, cozy. At this salon, I can trust them as a whole establishment. So the the bed has been made. A couple months ago, the owner's brother and his wife moved to town and started working there. Last time I went, the wife was the one who did my nails, and they were bad. The brother is just obnoxious. Made the process of getting your nails done very unrelaxing. Since I love the owner and the other people so much, I gave them one more shot today for my Manny Petty, which I wanted for my Mardi Gras ball tomorrow. There has, never, there has never been a more luxury lounge sentence than I, <laughs> I gave them <laughs> one more shot for my Manny Petty for my Mardi Gras ball. <laughs> I love it. I want to send pics of the ball. It sounds great. Right. I want to hear complaints about the ball. Um, I got the owner for the petty, and it was great. And the brother was the one who started my manicure. He was extremely rough on my cuticles when his wife took over. She did such a bad job. My cuticles were bleeding on almost every finger. She asked me several times a minute if she was hurting me, and it was terrible. I get that you feel the need to help family, but why give this guy and his wife a job? The brother also acts like he owns the place, so maybe he does. I now have to find a new nail salon, and they will lose my monthly business, and I'm sure I'm not the only one of the customers who is sad about the addition of the brother and the wife. What do you think, Juliet Lippman? I, I, I need to know more info. Like, really? Are there other options? Well, I'm just like, are there other options? Like, is she willing to move? I'm assuming this is a she, by the way. It might not be. It might not be, but I, 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 I let's go with she. That's okay. <laughs> I, I guess I'm very quick to abandon. The second I have a bad experience, I just move on. I'm like, well, there's a million nail places. But, really? but <laughs> that's very New York. They, I mean, they're going to a Mardi Gras <laughs> ball. Let's let's consider this. Assume maybe it's, it's in New Orleans. Right. I don't know what the you know. And listen, there's a lot. It, it, I think there's a lot. You know, listen. There's a my dad is one of those like pops into any nail salon guys. Like yeah. he, he's I literally a will runner. anywhere in the world. Doesn't like, matter. I've like walked into like a random place in Paris and be like, hey, can I get a pedicure? Right. Like, and I'll to go anywhere. And I do know for some people, there has to be a certain level of trust. They can't put aside like not knowing the cleanliness of some places. Not, you know, like the people are worrying about losing a finger in a way I'm not worried about losing a finger. You know, I understand right. this is very much. It does you, happen, though. It, it is. It, it does happen. But th- that's the thing. Your ability to put aside the finger loss idea <laughs> Is how likely you are to pop into nail salon. So, like, because I think everyone, when you go to get your nails done, Manny Petty, you do have that thought. Is this the place that has fungus. bugs and fungus and shit? Is there a fungus among us? This nail exactly. salon. <laughs> Thank you. And then that, but it is a thought, and it's like, and it's like, if you can get that thought out of your brain in seven seconds, you're more likely to go to a lot of places. If you can't. You choose one and you go, this is it for me. Hard commit. So, but I will say this. I don't think there is a place that is more socially awkward than the nail salon. Because Mm. in this email, she's writing, new brother and sister come into the place. In my mind, most of these people that work at the nail salons 
from another country. They speak mm-hmm. a different language. You And everyone who goes there feels this weird awkwardness. Do I deserve a mani-pedi? Should I be taking an hour away from life? Do I need this spa treatment? You have somebody working on your feet and hands. You're not sure how much they make or where they live or what the arrangement is. There have been articles written where yeah. they're like, where, where, and we all have kind of read the article, then felt uncomfortable, then kind of, you know, then had this moment where we, and I'm, I'm revealing a lot of the insecurities I have. You go, yeah. you go, you there's go this opportunity. There's just a very uncomfortable power dynamics. Like, it's very right. unequal. And right. I think there's also a lot of assumptions about, like, the type of work. Like, but, because I think that also part of that is, like, you view it as, like, a job that someone has to do because they've moved to the United States or whatever. It doesn't, it's not really a job that I think about someone, like, having a passion for, but... That could be completely incorrect and really rude of me. <laughs> right. That, it's as equally offensive to assume that than to not yeah. have that thought at all. It, I, yeah. I, I really, I, and then it is because I watch people at the nail salon. When I go, I, you do notice that there's this like everyone's on tippy toes. Nobody's stomping. Very rarely is someone stomping around. I'll take this. I'll, maybe my mom is the only one that stomps around a nail salon. Like I, I. But so when I hear the brother and wife are new to the salon, like you go, you know, and I always assume this option is better than another option that they had mm-hmm. in their home country or something. There's opportunity here. People don't do things to be worse off, in my opinion. But the, the, I do understand where the brother and wife walk in. You go, uh, um, I feel awkward because this must have been something where they're doing them a favor or and now I'm leaving right. here. So I understand how horrible this feels, not just to lose a place you trust, but to also go, am I taking away bread from the mouths of a family? Sure, sure. Yeah, it's it's crappy. It's also like, if you're not, a, if you're a regular and they know you, they're also going to notice if you're gone. It's not like right. it's just no one. You just like you know, not just the financial aspect of it, but there is like a relationship piece of it too. It's kind of right. it's kind of sad. <laughs> Here's what I would do. I I think I pull aside the people I like. Hey, I don't. You know that might no, be tough. The that's language barrier. That's, that's crazy. Great. <laughs> you have. I think maybe you could ask some questions. I would say like ask some questions about like how do you like having so-and-so around or like how's it going Mm. try to get like a vibe check before you intervene would you write a well done yelp review that included entrance of the brother and the and the new wife have made it so Mm -hmm. i had to leave because to me i'm not like a yelp reviewer but i'm like this has such specifics to it that you could be sending a message directly to the guy where you're like Here's the exact reason, and it has nothing to do with a business that I enjoyed. I think activist yelpers are among, like, the lowest form of human. Like, absolutely not. I think you just got to take it. I think you just have to view – I think this person has to view their relationship with their nail salon as forever changed and just accept it. Like, I just feel like if the assumptions we're we're making are correct, like, this is, like – new new to the united states and you know still finding their footing is it really worth your own like nail experience to like set that on the the wrong path it's really not so it sucks and i feel for this person but that's just the way it is juliet Littman, a captain of capitalism i love it Take your business elsewhere. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Public humming. Ooh. 
Dear J Train, I'm running to you from a busy cafe with lots of background noise, which is perfect for studying. However, about 10 minutes into my study session, a man sits a stool away from me, hunkers down with all his study material, and starts humming in a low, deep voice hum that cuts through all the background noise. Humming a unique tune in a, ra- in a public place that is already hustling and bustling with its own music is the absolute most annoying habit any mu- human can have. If you want to hear yourself hum, go home. There is no talent caster for Broadway here. I'm too chicken to ask this stranger to stop, so now I need to find another spot in this very nice but busy cafe. Thank you for providing a safe space to air our grievances. P.S. Now he's singing softly, which is worse. What do you think, Juliet Littman? I've learned a lot about this person from this question. So they like mm. a very specific kind of background noise. They basically right. like the anonymity that comes with studying at a cafe. And yes. so anything that makes it like a more specific experience is distracting to them because also they're not listening to music. Like they're like they're not doing anything. They just like want to be basking in the background noise. And so I feel like this person has some real like routines that they like to follow. So I, I feel like, and, and I relate to that completely. Right. It goes without saying that humming just like, when you're not alone or like not just like passing time is like a pretty weird thing to do. In fact, I just read this book, The Candy House by Jennifer Egan. Very good. Where one mm. of the characters like yells in public places to see how people respond. So I think what? it's, it's what? considered, a, it's considered, a, considered a weird thing to do. But the point is like making distinct noises in public spaces is generally acknowledged as strange. So I think, I think in this case, you go up to the proprietor of the cafe and be like, Mm. hey, this guy's bothering me. But I also don't think you can expect the proprietor of the cafe to really do anything because they're just like, well... I uh, listen. I think this person is right. It's annoying. I think it's to me. If you're humming in public, it's a grab for attention. You have no one to talk to. You're looking to get people to like look. Oh, I know that song. Are you singing that song? Like it is a really like low stakes way of getting someone to talk to you. And I think this is an, cause I am a lot like this person. I love the din of a cafe. Like I love yeah, like me too. the background. Same. I can't, I can't read. Well, like I can't do work with headphones in. Like I have to have them out. I have to be like focused, but I also don't want complete silence. So I understand that this person humming is the equivalent of him shoving headphones in my ears to listen to the music that he wants me to listen to. And I do think this is a man-female thing. This is a man who's looking for women to talk to him. I do think this oh, is... Oh, interesting. S- subtly, it is a pickup maneuver. Couldn't couldn't it just be a really weird person? Like, who's just like... Yeah, this person's a weird man. This, I'm saying like this is... I, I know, but interesting so it's a pickup that would never occur to me as if i were like sitting near him i'd be like uh can this guy shut up but interesting <laughs> have you i also i just want to say a couple days ago i had a train ride so i went to um the moynihan train hall before like okay. for a couple hours early because yes. i wanted to have chopped for lunch and then i had to do some work so i just like sat there it was a very interesting cross-section what and did you I think? Just, so the for the listeners at home, if you're not in New York City, they've taken the Amtrak and they've moved it to this new, very luxurious looking, very, very um, food hall-y type of area mm-hmm. called the Moynihan Train Hall. It's the former U.S. Postal Office and it is big and I would consider it luxe compared yeah. to where they came from. Right. And they're really focused on keeping it that way. There's like security everywhere. It's kind of crazy. Right. Um, I had a great time. 
it was, it was like, I was like, there should be more of these. It, it is like a good place to do work, honestly. They have like healthy options. There's also a bar. Like, it's like mm-hmm. a good bar. I've recommended the, it to people. It's like a good place to meet. The bar is great. The bar is yeah. actually, and, and as far as like you want a bar that has like the din that we're talking about, that bar has that din going on big time. Like it is yeah, like and things are moving. Yeah, it is. There's energy in a bar that you wouldn't expect energy to be had. It's I would basically the only place in like general Midtown that I think is like worth going to. Like honestly, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any other suggestions. If, if you're near make... Madison Square Garden or Penn Station, this is the only place worth going to. Well, it, it is actually the perfect place to get drinks before a game. Like if you were yeah, like, cause I don't want to go to brother Jimmy's or whatever brother Jimmy's has become. No, I would much rather there. that bar is actually the perfect pre Rangers Knicks bar. If you were going to do something like that. It's I will also say, a great weeknight date date bar. Like first or second date, like let's just grab a drink. It's great. Totally agree. Never would have thought about it for it. I will say this about the Moynihan train hall. The most insane thing about that that Amtrak train hall is the size of the schedule that they put up. <laughs> It is so small. They it's only really have they only have it on small TV screens that are like five feet wide. When above it is a thirty foot screen that is just promoting Chase Bank, and you're like, Listen, wait a man, minute, capitalism. Yeah, right. You gotta give bigger space to the people who are paying. I forgot who I was talking to. Uh, <laughs> capitalism, Lippman. I forgot. Is <laughs> I know, but isn't it weird? Why isn't it yeah. bigger? I think they are doing everything possible to discourage large crowds from assembling in the middle. Like it's weird. It's weird Good in point. there, man. And they um, are trying to do everything to make it not like Penn Station. And so far, I, it's worked. I just, I just can't believe. It. I remember there was a moment where I was like, "Wait a minute, where's the schedule?" And I was like, and I literally immediately went, "How the fuck am I looking for the schedule in a place that is?" Literally dripping in 40-foot screens. How is that possible? <laughs> to get back to this person with the humming, I'll just, I'll just say one thing. If I was next to someone humming, here's what you do. You start singing with them. Wow, They'll stop right away. I would just leave. <laughs> I'm quick to leave. Can you tell? <laughs> all right, you're out. You're you're a flight. I'm a fight. I'll, if they're like all oh, the live long day, I'll be like all oh, the live long day. You know, like I this would start is, with them. This is such that is such an unlikely thing to happen. You both would be kicked out. I don't think that's good <laughs> advice. I just think that sounds really bad. It's very curb your enthusiasm that both of them would be just singing face to face by the end of that scene. J Train, five- you are picking up any women that way. <laughs> No, just two guys alone. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Juliet Littman. Go listen to Food News. Go listen to Bachelor Party. Fantastic podcast. Luxury Lounge. I hate printing shipping labels. Mm. I couldn't agree more. Jared, love all your stuff. I listen to you up, J Train. Have seen you a few times live in San Francisco. Thank you for letting me uh, get this complaint off my chest. I'm currently driving to FedEx to print shipping labels. I mainly do all my shopping online. A, since COVID. B, it's way nicer to try clothing on in your own home instead of the harsh dressing room light. My complaint is that if a company says it offers free return shipping, they should include the shirt return shipping label with the original package. So many websites offer free, easy return shipping, but more often than not, I have to drive somewhere to print the return shipping label 
which entirely defeats the purpose of hassle-free shopping. Who even has a printer in their house anymore? If a company offers free return shipping, they should take care of the printing as well, or at least they should specify if you have to print yourself so I can stop shopping at those places. I'm so done printing labels. What do you think, Juliet Littman? I completely agree. And the right. only thing that's worse is when you get the, the barcode on in the email and then you have to go to the United States Postal Service for them to scan it and then put it on. So you have to wait in line at the post office for that. It is horrible. I completely agree. Returns, the return system is getting wonky. And first of all, a lot of places are not giving free returns anymore, J. Crew. Right. And that pisses me <laughs> off. I love J. J. Crew, put on notice. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I completely agree. I will say I bought a printer, like, not only, but in large part to facilitate my returns. Because I, like, I I agree it's, like, such a fucking hassle. Here's what I also hate. The idea that I'm taping it on. Not only do you Mm -hmm. need the return printed. You need adhesive. You need adhesive. That you need, and you basically have to hope and pray that FedEx Kinko's or wherever you're going has a station where they give you this stuff for free. You have to, and I I just think, and I agree with you, when they first, these companies used to be, they would feel lucky you were buying online from them. They would be like, we'll do anything. We'll make sure that, you know, I remember there's a company that, they would say it was an easy tear off for the bag, and then if you returned it, the bag had yeah, adhesive. Some places still do that. Why? That should be the minimum. That should be every single place. the 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 idea that it exists and you're serving a clientele that is not my parents. It's not our parents. It's it. Maybe it's our parents every now and again, but the clientele is now us. You mm-hmm. have got, you know, who's buying, you know, we don't have printers, you know, we don't have tape, you know, we don't have a drawer in the, in the kitchen with all this garbage, Michael's stuff, stuff from Michael's that our parents used to have, you know, the generation you're dealing with. So you are ignoring, knowingly ignoring the generation that you are serving, which is, that's what bothers me most of all is like, they know who they got by the balls. Absolutely. In the pandemic, they, people were like, yeah, buy online. And so they gave a lot of free shipping. Now they're pulling it back. Here's the only thing I would say. I feel mm. like if I were, if Capitalist Litman was getting into right. <laughs> e-commerce, I would only chart, I would only make returns difficult if you bought two of the same item in different sizes. Because then you know wow. one is coming back, right? So you're buying, that is- you just... You just don't know. Is, so I would I would encourage people to not do that. I didn't know this about you. I didn't. <laughs> Juliet, I had no idea we were dealing with a shark. This is unbelievable. Well, I, just, I think I'm a little bit too sympathetic to the man is what's happening here. But you're, 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 you're big, you know, you're, you're big pharma. This is crazy. This is also. I like running errands, so I, I am a slightly partial to the fact that I like to run errands. But another issue that I bet this person's running into some of the places in my neighborhood, they charge you to drop off for UPS now. It's like a dollar if you want to leave a package there for UPS to pick it up. So it's like, another, even if it is free returns, actually not. Like, I have to pay a fucking dollar to walk into a store for 10 seconds. Right. Like, it's I, so annoying. I guess uh, there's a theme to a lot of my complaints lately is that I want the menu offerings. I mm-hmm. want ske- I want skews. I want <laughs> more skews of return options. Like, 
Right now, to me, what you're saying is a opportunity for the company. Every checkout should be the XL large situation because I am between XL and large always, always. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. They have the sizing chart, but I don't know what my, I don't know. I just want to. Sizing I want, charts never, ever work. That's ridiculous. And I'm sitting there with like a, a you know, a ball of yarn and a stick trying to measure <laughs> myself. I don't want to do that. So <laughs> I, I think there should be an option for we'll send you both and the packaging back, I would pay oh. the extra $2. Like, there's a, nice. there's a there's a room for an in-between for these companies. Oh, I love that. That's great. Right? $2 more. Like, you know, I love quarter more for the, for the large popcorn at the movies. Like, to me, there should be more quarter more options. Dollar more will send you the XL along with the L to make sure you like it with the return stuff. Don't worry. You don't need tape. You don't need printer. It should just say that. Give me the option. If you want to say, hey, it's like getting the bag. Do you want a bag for a dollar? Like, I know we're charging for bags in certain places. This should be a part. That's a government thing. They've had to do it. I was in, I mean, when I was in Vancouver, I, they go, do you want a bag? And I was like, it is one of those weird moments where you're like, I don't waste money. I don't I don't need it. And then you're like, five seconds later, you're like, what the fuck was I thinking? I, I am in need of this bag. <laughs> now I'm just carrying this. <laughs> just carrying around. <laughs> so, but I just think that this is, this is a solution that is in the skews. And, and, and what bothers me is I'm not that smart. I'm mm. oak. I'm medium. I'm average. You're in between medium and large with your I'm, smartness. Right. <laughs> right. Sometimes I'm a large. A lot of times I'm a small. So in in this regard, it's like the I just hate the idea. These are tech geniuses. Oh, we've thought of everything. We're creating a community. No, but there is no like normal dude do debt at any of these companies, I have to believe, because they never have normal bro chick solutions. <laughs> I know. They always think they're outsmarting you. It's actually just making it like hard to understand. Right. Just make it simple. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Juliet Lippman. Go, go, go. Food news every Friday. Luxury Lounge. Tagged in Instagram giveaways. This is very generational. I love this complaint. I'm very upset already. Right. All the respect, all the feathers. My 28 female friend has a fitness account that she is very active on. There are multiple posts a day. She has a decent following. That being said, I am the complete opposite. I got my first Instagram account this past year only because I found I was missing a lot of life updates from friends and family. Now for the complaint. My Insta-savvy friend has started tagging me in giveaways and promotions that require her to tag multiple friends in order to be entered for the giveaway and or promotion. I hate this. Not only is it an Instagram notification that is equivalent to an email spam, I also have several random accounts to request to follow me a few hours after she tags me in one of these posts. The requesting accounts are either thirsty men, my internet-savvy friend is insanely hot, or some other business trying to sell their crap. I'm a very private person on social media. Don't exactly want my account blasted out to a bunch of random users on the internet. If I bring this issue up to her, will I come across as petty? So I have done and said nothing. 
If I bring this up to her, I will come across as petty, so I have done and said nothing. With each notification, my annoyance grows, which prompted me to write this email at 11 o'clock at night. Anyways, I hope you can relate or at least least see where I'm coming from. Can't wait to see you in Nashville. What do you think, Juliette Littman? That is really, really annoying. Like it's very annoying. And also, I just, have, I just, I just object to the fact this person is internet savvy if they're doing this. So I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> but it's well, really annoying. It, I think you can ask them to stop. I, I, I do. I, do I think too. you can be like, please don't, t- or just yeah. I, I think, I think there's a way to be like, what are you doing? Also, you can make it a joke. You know, like, like, do you, do you really need to tag me? Just spread the wealth around. You know. Right. I, I, I told. This is annoying. I do think this. What I think what they're saying in their email is this person's savvy enough to know this is annoying, which is yeah. why you can say something. You know, so so that actually their savviness helps you should give you confidence in approaching this friend. Here's what the most annoying part of this to me is: this person, you are either creator or watcher. You cannot be both. You can't sit there with your fitness account, with your big following and your hot ass, and be like, look at me, several posts a day, and then also act like one of us tagging for the 15% off from calls. You need a it just I I don't like this idea that like you are influencer celeb and also tagging, groveling for free shit. <laughs> Yeah, you need to be one or the other. And also, like, it sounds like it's better to not be the groveler. So just lean into it, person. If you also feel right. hot, you're definitely getting free stuff on Instagram. So it's fine. Right. And I and it's so funny that this person gets an Instagram account this year. And she just immediately knows that these men are like, well, this hot chick, you know, tagged a chick. So it must be other hot woman for me to follow. You know, like, it's like the it just these, <laughs> these the bugs kind of, of humans. That- yeah, that's a hilarious logic. How old do you think these people are? Um, I would say the average listener of this podcast is No, no. Oh, well, just like, like you said there's like a generational thing here. Like they're new to millennial. Instagram. Millennial. The, 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 the generational thing is like it's not our parents tagging each other in Facebook oh, yeah. comments. So it's and it's not Gen Z tagging on TikTok. Cool. This is yeah. Th- this is right in the fat of millennial, probably 32, like you know, getting tagged to me, getting tagged in a sweepstake offer is very much like woman early 30s who may have first kid or be amongst group who has mm-hmm. first kid. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like Got it just, it, it, it feels it. very much that. Cause I listen, I know these people, they are me. They are, they are friends of ours. I, I just know. And it is annoying because this person who you, who's active enough on Instagram knows, and I'm sure what they're saying. And here's what maybe let me empathize with the, the, the murderer. They're probably <laughs> thinking, they're thinking this person's never on, so they're an easy account to tag who doesn't give a shit. Right. They probably don't notice that you, they probably think you don't notice because they're such a heavy user and you are so brand new. I would say to them, hey, why do you keep tagging me? I would act stupid almost. I'd be like, I'm new to Instagram. Is this a thing people do? What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to approach it. <laughs> right. <laughs> what's going on here what's happening just like what what like does this actually work it's getting right. uh, otherwise i don't know why i'm getting these sketch balls following me right let them know you notice this and let yeah. them know again the sketch balls following and uh, uh, do you know i would even hold up do you know dude penis 69 <laughs> 
because he follows yeah. you, and he started trying to follow me. Do you know, dude? Penis sixty nine. I just need to know. J Train Podcast. Great way to do it. Right, and and you're free to have dude penis sixty nine. Just thought of it off the top of my head. J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Luxury Lounge glass rims. Good evening, Jared. I'm writing to you from the hosting state of Super Bowl LVI. Not luxurious enough to attend it. But my luxury complaint. Sorry, just, just kind of, I just need to ask, is that Arizona? I think that was the most recent Super Bowl. I, <laughs> that's, the, a really, that's a really presumptuous way of identifying where you live. I'll look it up. You keep reading. Right. Please look it up because, yeah, again, this is like shows my medium smarts. I'm like, uh, Roman numerals, I'll just glaze over this. Um but my luxury complaint is glass rims. I made oh, it was big Southern California. So that was the two Super Bowls Super ago. Bowl. Yeah. My luxury lounge complaint is glass rims. I'm a big margarita drinker, and I cannot stand when the first round of drinks come out perfectly coated with a salty, spicy, sugary, etc. Margarita, and my second round comes out with nothing. I don't care what happened. Different bartender, busier times, etc. If I order a round beyond the first, I expect all drinks to made, be made the same as the first. What do you think, Juliet? I completely agree. And this is a real problem with margaritas. First of mm. all, a refill, like getting margarita pitchers, just it ain't it. Because you need mm. to have your glass be perfect. And I, right. I, I'm, a, I'm a big salted rim person. And I hate when you go through all the salt and like, well, now what? Like, I feel like there's... There, it's not really thought through like for a large beverage and multiple rounds. I think this guy's absolutely right, and right. I, I feel for him. I would ask for a clean glass each time. Here's I, I agree everything you said, especially the pitcher. Like the pitcher, the, if if the pitcher doesn't come with its own rimming station, you should get a rim job with every glass. Like you should be able. And actually, in a world where we have like. All these Mar uh, Bloody Marys with all the toppings. How great of an option would that be if the pitcher comes out and it comes out with tagine, salt, sugar, you get to make your own rim job. <laughs> that would call be awesome. It, but call I don't it the think rim I'd be job. good at it. I wouldn't be good at it, though. Like, I want a professional to be doing, doing it for me. I'm paying for it. I, I agree with that as well. I'm saying this is separate with the pitcher. This, I am a no salt, no sugar guy. I go nothing on the rim. I don't no like sugar, anything. No salt, yes. I don't like anything. I, I, it's just not my jam. I, I'm not going to yuck someone's yum. I understand why someone would like it. I am. It's not for me. I do. I get it the other way. Where if I order a second margarita, now mine comes with salt. All has been forgotten. We need consistency. This is uh, this is the point of this email. Yeah, we, we need consistency, and also we need it to be standard. I think that's like, it shouldn't be a favor or like, wow, this place is really good. It's just like, this is the standard for enjoying multiple margaritas. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, my God. I have, we have to, so much. I have to go soon. No, no, no. We're going to do one more. Is that okay? Okay. Yeah, of course. I'll I just you, went, I, sorry. <laughs> I got you. Don't worry. I, I just looked at the clock. We were, we were one away. Okay. I'm going to give you the choice. Ready? Okay. In-law poo-poo-pee-pee, that screams to me, um, late wedding gift givers, um, teachers aren't babysitters. What do you think of those three? I just think I respect teachers, but I'd, I love talking about wedding etiquette. 
Let's go. Luxury Lounge, late wedding gift givers. Jared, my sister and I love the pod. Send each luxury complaints, uh, send each other luxury complaints on the daily. We feel like this is worthy of a write-in. My current complaint is in regards to late wedding gift givers. My husband and I got married last February, and several people didn't give gifts as we expected. However, we now have a few people who have mentioned coming up on a year. Oh my God, I owe you a gift. One situation in particular is really baffling me. A husband and wife who don't give a gift bump into us at a town event in December, and the wife says to me, I still have your gift. You guys have to come over for dinner sometime soon. Oh, my God. That's awful and absurd. That is not how it works. No, no, no. Wow. Is the gift a hostage? Um, We've... We've never been to dinner at their house before. They are parents of our friends, and we are an obligatory and an obligatory wedding invite. So they are friends' parents who they were obligated wow. to invite. And I'm thinking to myself, we have to come to dinner. We had a dinner you could have brought the gift to. It was called the wedding. <laughs> Fast forward to our anniversary. No dinner invite has been made. I do the basic bitch anniversary post and the wife texts my husband saying, happy anniversary. Are you guys home? We had gone away for the night. So she says, no, we aren't. Sorry. She says, okay, I figured you were away. We come home expecting to find an envelope in the mailbox, but nothing. Am I crazy that I think we shouldn't this have is- to jump through hoops to a wedding gift uh, to get a wedding gift a whole year later? I don't shame people for getting to bring the gift to the wedding, but seems like a lot of work for us to go through considering they were B-list invites at best. What do you think? This is psycho behavior from these parents. And right. also... There's no gift, and they obviously feel awkward about it. So they keep taking all of these opportunities to like be like, "Oh, it's here," but you're not like they. If she thought they were away, she texted knowing mm-hmm. that they wouldn't be on the hook for it. And right. so this is just like some weird, weird behavior. I wonder if like they're going through tough money times and they're feeling really awkward about it. I, I my assumption is. <laughs> it, 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 that could be you really (laughs) they they can't afford their mortgage i let me let me speak from the perspective of the late gift giver because i am that what ends up happening is i forget to put together an uh, i i i normally forget to go on the registry or do i'm the single guy at a wedding so i normally am the idiot who forgets and then i'm like fuck i should have just gotten a card put a check in the card and been done with this and so i lean on the idea that you have a year to give it and then i forget I generally forget. I'm sure there are couples out there who talk about me badly because I honestly have no memory of whether I've given a gift or not. And I don't think people actually track their wedding gifts that closely. I'm sure some do, but I think that's I'm with also you. a little abnormal. But that, But this is my point, actually, because... I don't think these people would have even noticed that they didn't get a gift from these people if they didn't keep bringing it up. If they were just like, there's such a thing as like, fucking eat it, dude. You didn't give the gift. You're not giving the gift. You keep forgetting to give the gift. It's not important to you. You don't give a fuck. Don't make it my social obligation that you are dealing with the mental, you know, uh, fracas that comes with not giving a gift. That's what they're doing to them. Yeah, they're put, they're putting it on them. Our gift is that you will be stressed out because we are. Yeah, right. How about your gift to shut the fuck up and we'll take that forever? 
yeah. never talking like, to you again. Let's never discuss this ever again. Let's <laughs> right. That's our gift. <laughs> JTrainPodcast.com. <laughs> Juliet Lippman, thank you for coming on to the Luxury Lounge. Thank you so much for having me. I'm sorry that I was so harsh in defending the man. No, no, no. You are wonderful. This is the podcast of the man, so to speak. So it is. Listen, everyone go listen to Food News. Go listen to Bachelor Party. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday. Keep spreading the word. Back next week. Boom.